Welcome to the Autofixation Podcast, a loud pedal production with your host Mark Farouk and Matt Powers. So, um, you're with us now in the sixth episode. We're still here, six in. I don't know how we made it this far. Yep. Uh, For all three of our listeners, we went from two to three. Hey, nice. Yeah, so we're doing pretty well. Very good. And is Andy Andy still leaving one-star reviews? Is he still leaving one-star reviews? I think your mom is our third listener. (laughs) So that's helpful. Thanks thanks to Ms. Powers for that. She told me she just plays it and then walks away. It's just just for the analytics. Wait, exactly. (laughs) Maybe there's a dog listening somewhere in the background. Uh, If you missed our last episode, we had a great interview with Farouk Kagai, uh, who's the manager at uh, Sonoma Drift, uh, and also a professional drift driver. If you haven't checked it out, please listen to that. It's probably one of our more interesting because he does most of the talking. You don't have to listen to us. And just an all-around nice guy. Yeah, super nice guy. Unfortunately, this time around, you're just stuck with us. Yeah, so, that's right. That's right. So we're going to get to it. A uh, few things. Uh, so it's the we're, we're in the outdoor recording studio, as we call it. So if you hear some uh, noise in the background... Maybe freeway birds banging with the, hammers. The freeway is appropriate. The freeway for this podcast. That's that true. Is, that, that, we can that actually go, we well. can go closer to the freeway. That works well. <laughs> Maybe yeah. next time. <laughs> we should do one right in, in the median <laughs> of the freeway. Uh, right down and dirty or an underpass. <laughs> How close to the lanes do you want to stand? Right, <laughs> yeah. We could interview people. We would probably walk faster in morning traffic. We could interview people on their way to work. Maybe that's what all those people are doing that you see now walking on the freeways. Have you noticed that? That's like a that's like a, a, yeah. th- a thing these days that when I was younger, I'm sure when you were younger also, like you didn't really see people walking on the freeway. You see people walking on the freeway all the time now. Somebody who was walking on the freeway 20 years ago ran out of gas. Yeah, now they're using now it as like a shortcut. And I mean, okay, yeah. Yeah, some a shortcut or meth. <laughs> right, well, exactly. Some of these are like homeless people, I'm sure, you know, right, like yeah. not wanting to walk all the way around. But actually, I see like other folks out on the freeway. So I'll tell you, you brought bizarre. this up a few weeks ago. I was driving uh, uh, on south on 99, which is its own adventure unto itself. Uh-huh. And I see a guy walking along the side. I don't see a car anywhere, and he seems kind of out of it. So I'm feeling like oh, this is dangerous. I, so I call CHP, the non-emergency number, to oh. say, hey, there's a guy walking on the side of the freeway. He's not going into traffic. I don't think he's going to, but I'm a little concerned. And she, the lady is obviously upset with me, the dispatcher, and says, well, you should call 911. <laughs> I'm like... I see this all the time. Like, am I supposed to call 911 every time I see this? I'm just doing it because this guy seemed really out of it, and I'm concerned. I, but I actually I understand that more because I mean that's that's life threatening. I mean, if you're on the freeway, that is I mean, life threatening, right. and that, I, I think that does meet the threshold of calling 911. You're probably right, but I just felt I maybe I'm immune to this because you yeah. see it so yeah. much. I just oh, another guy blase. walking on the freeway. Exactly. So exactly. So I'm the bad person here, is what we've determined. <laughs> My, I was on a, a bike ride with my cousin down in uh, down in like the Santa Barbara area, and he proposed like cycling on 101 at one point. He's like, "There's a stretch of 101 where you're actually allowed Ugh. to bike for some reason." I don't, I don't remember exactly what he said, but I was like, Ugh. "Hey, it's, it's yeah, a bad idea." That right? does I mean, sound like, really bad. He said, "This is really dangerous." Yeah, I'm trying to think of that area that I, I've I've taken that way. I think it's uh, along the ocean, I think, is, is a spot. But people still fly through there. I, I would not, I know. I would not I do know. that. Nope. 
So now we have freeway noise and rain. I think that was this a call from a from a future sponsor. <laughs> or is I should have picked that up. I <laughs> oh, yeah. don't want your products. Exactly. <laughs> if you're interested in sponsoring, send us a message or call Matt. Evidently, you have his number already. Um, so the weather is nice. That's one reason we're outside. It's totally. beautiful out here. Uh, you know, it's the beginning of March in Northern California, so that means summer is is here yep. already. Yep. yep. We just skip past all the seasons. But one thing that's uh, come up is, you know, just some background of this is, you know, I remember 10, 15 years ago, if you wanted to go to a car show and see like a, a wide range of cars, whether it's exotic, supercars, muscle, whatever you're into, you probably had to go to the Bay Area, mm-hmm. probably had to get up real early, go to San Francisco. Sacramento was slowly, slowly having some stuff. And now, in the current day, there's probably not a weekend that goes by where you could not find an amazing free cars and coffee event to go through or go to. And we just went to one this past Sunday. Yes, we, we went did. to the famed Euro Sunday, which is the fourth Sunday of every month at different locations. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was uh, in Sacramento at the... Uh, hosted by luxury motors um and so what'd you think that's the first time you've been to euro sunday right that's the first time i've been to euro sunday uh it was really cool there's some real like like you said i mean i was not expecting as big of a turnout as there was there's probably a few hundred people there i would guess maybe and that was the last and you drove the defender i drove my defender he drove his defender (laughs) fortunately it started the last time it worked was at that event right exactly right mark (laughs) got it it got me home yes 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 i dropped you off Parked it and it has not run since, so it's more for approaching a week. I think it worked out perfectly. Running. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> no, it was cool. There was there was a lot of people there. There were some really there were some really cool cars, and then there were some kind of ridiculous cars. I mean, I think <laughs> the, I think the thing that was most ridiculous was the the supercar owners who show up like in a pack in a pack. That's right. Block traffic completely while they wait for like a parking spot and other people to move and they just expect that like the seas should part for their stupid two hundred fifty thousand or three hundred thousand dollar car oh you're being cheap it's, matt those were probably four hundred thousand yeah right cars. painted purple <laughs> yeah what are, what are you doing well, certainly that well you know it's it's uh it, it comes with a certain attitude Yes, exactly. I suppose, exactly, and uh, exactly. they they certainly lived up to it uh, uh, as to why people get there. There was that. Do you remember? There was that poor lady who I think just inadvertently oh, down the street. Yes, and so, she was being blocked by. Uh, it was actually it was just, she was being blocked by kind of run of the mill BMW, but he was being blocked by all the supercar. It owners. had set up a, a whole. So it, for those it, that don't know, this show was on a very narrow two lane street but kind of barely two lanes it's really more comfortable for one lane and like any cars holding anything up would just back traffic up and so this lady is probably out doing her grocery exactly. shopping she's on trying a, to get to like trader joe's or yeah something, you know on a sunday morning <laughs> get stuck at the back of this this cluster that's that's occurring and she was visibly upset so she had to turn around and i, I don't blame her like you know now if, me you and I, if we made a wrong turn into a car show, we're gonna be yeah, we're gonna be like, oh, this is great. But I get other people maybe not expecting that. No, uh, no, no. I would have only enjoyed it had she been driving a Tesla. She wasn't. She was driving a practical, I believe, Corolla or something practical. She just out doing her shopping. If it had been a Tesla, I would have gloated a little bit. <laughs> Speaking of Tesla, there were a few Teslas that came to the show. There were a couple. It was that one got off of one. It was like. 
painted. I, what was it? It was like a happy face in the front. I think that's right. It's bright yellow. Oh, that's right. It was a Y. It was the Y, wasn't it? Yeah, the Model Y. The Model Y with the happy face on with it. it. The whole thing was painted bright yellow with a happy face like, on I mean, it. There's a very loose interpretation of like exotics and you know what kind of cars yeah. meet the criteria to yeah. be there. That did not meet the yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> criteria. No. Was that supposed to be there? No, not at all. <laughs> I, and yeah, exactly. The criteria is, is very broad. Lots of stuff that, um, well, maybe we should talk about the the elephant in the room at these shows. The multied and varied, uh, the favorite car of old white men everywhere, the Chevrolet Corvette. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, not, yeah, exactly. Old, gray-haired, white dudes. Like, who finally saved up enough money That's to buy right. the supercar of the 1980s mm-hmm. you know and, like, and the dealer even throws in the members only jacket yeah, for free right exactly exactly <laughs> it comes wrapped oh, in a bow in the seat and those mid-engine ones are so stupid mark they look speaking like, of the new one right this, yeah the exactly c9 exactly exactly the ferrari knockoff it, it looks it. it looks so much like a like a 360 modena or something i don't know it's just i to me it's it's, it's why would you buy why would you buy that car we're probably if we're probably offending quite a few people here um, yeah, but who cares? Because I mean, you have such bad. Ta- they, they have such bad taste. He's <laughs> oh, willing to go. It's bad taste. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> they're probably not watching, listening to this That's to this true. podcast because <laughs> we're not on eight track. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Right? This podcast don't come on eight track, so they don't listen to us. Exactly. Uh, but exactly. no, I, I, so I, the only justification I, I have is it, it is probably for the money. A great value for horsepower to dollar ratio. Sure, it you know that, but but there's so much, so many other cool cars that you can buy. Yes, with with yes, that, with but that, it's with the quintessential money. you know kind of American muscle car. And it just it has its own culture. But the one you know I have, so I like. Uh, I, I'm not a big fan of, them, but I like the cl- more classic models that have been kept up well, not overdone. Just keep it standard, keep it clean. But there was one, I think it was a C6, with the ridiculous LED headlight show. Do you remember that one? It was parked, and his headlights had all these flashing lights and LEDs. And it looked like something like if you gave like a teenager a budget to put lights in a car, that's what they would do. And the guy I'm said thinking more like an eight-year-old. Or an eight-year-old, yeah. The guy sitting next to it looked like he was 70. I'm like, did you, you did this? <laughs> Sir, do you greatest even... generation? Really? I, I'm, I, I'm shocked and appalled at this. I mean, it was, you know, they, before you watch the movie, it gives you that uh, flashing lights. I was starting to feel a little epileptic when I was seeing this. You have no history of epilepsy. But no, you but I was looking at it like, it. it was because it was a combination of flashing lights and just being offensive. Yeah, right, 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 right. Um, right, right. Very, yeah, very disturbing. Okay, so the, but the Corvette is, Corvettes aside, there was some really cool cars. Actually, the one that really spoke to me was... I, 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 wasn't probably wasn't that expensive. I don't know. I would guess forty, fifty thousand dollars. I don't really know the the Volvo. It's like a seventies Volvo, eighteen yes. hundred. It was like a two door shooting brake. Yeah, which beautiful. was just beautiful, and it was absolutely beautiful. Uh, you know, it was it certainly wasn't fast, but it was in like really good shape, really well maintained. I will uh, draw. I will actually. I have not posted on the Loud Pedals Instagram page yet, but I will 
post this at some point in the next few days because this the, amazing. I, I was talking. We were talking about it earlier, and I thought it was it, clearly. You see it. You're like, this is a classic car. You know, forty years old, but it could also be a car 40 years in the future. Yes. I mean, the lines, yes. just yes. everything coming together, just absolutely stunning. That's such a good observation. I 100% agree. And it actually makes me think about other cars that are like that. There are certain cars that are just, that are classic. Like, and they're, they're timeless. Like, for me, the BMW, e, the, the E30, like mm -hmm. the, the boxy one, like yeah. from, from the 80s and early 90s. Yeah. Like, that's going to look good for a long time. Yeah. You know what's not going to look good for a long time? Corvettes. Corvettes. <laughs> <laughs> Dodge, on the Dodge Chargers. But like, I don't know. You can add some lights, the new ones, some LED you know? lights to but the front and spice. <laughs> so you're saying the Honda Velocitor is not a timeless classic, <laughs> or the Hyundai? Sorry, Hyundai Velocitor is not I, a timeless I, classic. I don't. I don't. I mean, I could be wrong, but no, I, I don't think so, dude. I don't think so. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. But no, there was some good stuff. Yeah. There. What, that, else, what did you like? What that, spoke to you? You know, that Volvo was probably. I think all three of us. Andy was there as well. I think we all three kind of came away like that yeah, was that's. Yeah. And that's not to say the others weren't nice, but once you've been to, you know, I, I Andy probably goes once or twice a month to one of these events. I probably go six times a year to one of these local events, maybe a little bit more. So you get used. There's some amazing things, you know, McLarens and other things, but it's those rarities that kind of stick out for me. Well, exactly, because, I mean, some of it seems to be just a competition of who can spend the most on the most ridiculous yes. car. Or know? the ugliest the, rap. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, a new yeah. competition. It, it, yeah, right, but exactly. But they're not aware they're in. <laughs> they don't realize that they're in this great competition, ugliest rap. Yeah, right. So when you see a car like this Volvo, it's just sort of, it's it's the exact opposite of that. It's like it's like really honoring something that's like, mm -hmm. you know, that's that was of its time and continues to be... Like, uh, you know, sort of, yeah, I guess of this time as well. Like, it's just, and it's well restored, well maintained. Totally. And it's, there's clearly a passion behind it totally. as opposed to like, I'm just going to open my my wallet and spend as much money as possible on the most ridiculous car I can. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and some of the BMWs there were yeah. really nice too. There was a classic 6 Series Turbo in red that was just absolutely pristine. I That is posted on our Instagram page. Uh, it was just pristine in every way and so, so people there's a lot of people in sacramento taking really good care of of their automobiles uh I, there's also a guy that is uh, evidently a big fan of the dodge viper that was there i i was told three of the three of three vipers that were there were all his um <laughs> uh, i i i, I yeah, I, I like the Viper. I, it's it's just rare enough, and it just it still looks bizarre even yep. now. You look at it like that is unique. That yep. is a unique style. Yep. Uh, V10. Yep. And the ACR version has all sorts of aero kit on it, and yep. it, it's 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 interesting. So well, if you I haven't been to Euro Sunday, those are probably expensive to fill up these days. Filling up three Vipers. I think so a little yeah, bit. I think they get like yeah. six miles to the gallon. Yeah. <laughs> and there was an M5 there that I'm not. I'm not sure if it was the V8 or the V10. It looked like it could have been a V10, but I, I not sure. It'd been debadged, and so I, I I didn't know enough about how to spot the difference. Uh, but it did have a really good. The plate was, uh, what, what did it say? It was something about like it needed oil or something. Oh yeah, that. another quart. Or something. Yeah, another quart. Another quart. Yeah, uh, yeah. Add a quart. Something. Yeah, like, something so, like exactly. That. That was I was like, that was a good one. And actually, the BMW uh, owners represented with the sideshow down the street as some were leaving. I don't yes, know, there were some wagons. Yeah, they were, they, you know, they were very good. They were a lot louder than I thought they were going to be. They were. 
They were. They were showing those supercar owners what's up. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we'll move move on past that. So we talked about this before, and this is something that really has been eating away at me because you brought this up, and we've talked about this. You were on the you you were at the dealer. I was at the dealer. That's right. And I I was in the service department getting one of my cars serviced. Yeah. I, I say I do a lot of the work myself. You know what that means. I, <laughs> 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 well done. Well done. No, so I was getting. I, there, there was a computer issue. I needed reprograms from the anti theft device. So it was actually like kind of relatively small job. Um, and I was in talking to the service advisor, and there was a, a bunch of others. It's all like open, um, open floor plan, open office, and stuff. And so there's all the other service advisors walk, uh, standing around. And I heard one of them on the phone to uh, a client, somebody who dropped off their car, and he was saying, uh, he was saying, yeah, you know, um, unfortunately, uh, the puncture um, is, you know, in in one tire, whatever it was. You have a puncture in one of the tires, uh, and the tire has a very unique tread pattern. So we're recommending a replacement of the tire, cha-ching. And it's only going to be $450. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Now, in fairness, I would assume because it's an uh, I guess it's an Audi. Okay, so. Uh, yeah, I was, you I, like I, to I was, cut it back. It was I wasn't going to say. But, What's okay, Quattro, Matt? It's Quattro. Exactly, exactly. So, so, they're, so they're one lucky. tire goes, you got to get all four. Yeah, so actually, in a way, they were lucky to some degree that they didn't recommend replacing all all four. It really was that, just the, the, one, the one tire. Because I've had that recommendation made to me before. Right, but what I'm assuming is a probably pretty new car, new tire, so they probably felt like, okay, they can still put it on there. But just the fact that, I don't think there's a unique tire pattern that cannot be patched. Like, do not take your car to the dealer for a flat yeah. tire. That just seems like a recipe for spending a right, lot. A lot. A lot. <laughs> no, they, 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 yeah, because you, when we were I'm talking sorry, about I took that, control of your... No worries, um, your, your, no worries. I mean, you, yeah, well, now I'm a little bothered. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I could press these buttons for... <laughs> there you go. Uh, Powers has discovered something new he can do. I'm a little worried where, where this is going. There's going to be a lot of additional sound effects on, <laughs> yeah. on future podcasts. So no, this was something that it, it, you know, we talked about, it, and it's bothered me for a while because I've had friends, work colleagues, other people tell me after the fact, oh, yeah, I went to the dealer and had to get tires. And I'm always like, oh, my God, why did you do that? Yeah, like, please I don't. I know. There's just no, there's really no reason. There's no to reason to it. And, and I'll give you an example. I won't name the any companies because they don't sponsor us, so we try to uh, uh, not do that. But we're happily open if they'd like to. They know who they are. Uh, you can go online, go on Google, find uh, online tire uh, shops or those that will sell you tires you don't even have to know the size of your tires you can mm-hmm. plug in the make model of your car all the the different options and they'll give you some choices you can have those so people are like ah, oh, what am i going to do they're going to ship them to me i don't know how to deal with that no you can have them shipped to an installer yes who will put them on for you yes and i actually did this once i had them shipped to a mobile installer who came to my house perfect um and all in after buying tires and paying for the installer, it was significantly yeah. like I'm talking, yeah. like I think dealer quoted me upwards of three thousand dollars, and I got out. And it, these were performance tires on a on an Audi, so I got out for a little less than twelve hundred, which is a lot, right? I'm sure a lot of people are like, <gasps> yeah, right now, right. which right. Nothing. But if you go to the dealer, you're yeah. gonna pay triple that. That's exactly right. So just right. don't do it. There's no they it, it's do the not, research. It's, it's it's not something that requires skill. I mean, there's there's some. I guess I shouldn't say 
quite like that. There's not something that um, requires a high degree of skill and speciality for the specific car. Like, there's, of course, a skill to it. You don't want somebody who's going to damage your, your rims and stuff. But yeah. when you're talking about, you know, th things that are specific to the car brands or something that you re really requires a mechanic that is knowledgeable about that manufacturer and that model, this is not that. Like, this is, no. this is no. stretching no. the tire, putting it on a rim. <laughs> like, no. it's... The it's only pretty straightforward. exception I could think of is there are, and I doubt th this is a rare occasion, like most of the people that bring up this issue to me are not in this category, but if you own a high-end exotic, there are certain tires that were made specifically for that car, and they're very hard to source independently, so you would likely have to go through your dealer. But we're talking, you know, McLaren... Uh, you know, even go even higher, like Bugatti. That's like we're talking like you're you're in you're in this game at you know half a million dollars and above. Right. In those cases, okay, yeah, there there are tires that were built specifically for the car and certain uses that you will probably have to go to the dealer to get or the manufacturer. But otherwise, if, if for your for your commuter car, for your your weekend car, for your Corvette, if that's what you're into, yep. It's you can find the tires uh, uh, absent, like right supply chain issues, but that's going to affect everybody. That affects dealers just as much as anybody else. Uh, just don't, don't and, do and, it. And and take it to an independent. If you have a flat tire, take it to an independent garage to let them evaluate what has caused the flat tire. And if you have a puncture in the tread, most of the time you're going to be fix fine. It. They can fix it. They they take the tire off the wheel. You know they 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 drill out whatever or they pull out whatever's there and they drill the hole out a little bit so it's even mm -hmm. and they put a patch in and they send you on your You're way good to go. In like in like twenty minutes for like twenty bucks so yep. most of the time it you don't need a full new tire now the exception is is if the walls of the tire have been damaged yeah that compromises the structural stability of the tire you need a new tire then and I think you know. There's probably some debate as to what constitutes the sidewall and, you know, where the location of the puncture actually is. But most of your average punctures can be fixed cheaply and inexpensively. Take, yeah. take it to an independent tire totally. shop or do what Mark said and have somebody come to you. Yeah, which is the, the luxury option. But still, <laughs> much cheaper than going to a dealer. And you brought up something, and just one last point, a uh, word of advice, because this is where things will get expensive. If you have a flat... Try as hard as you can not to move the car on that flat tire because if you do, any amount of rotation may make the tire unrepairable regardless of what happens. I, this happened to me once and it was, it was, had to move it because there was no room where it was parked to get a jack and uh, I was not able to save the tire. I've actually, I know we want to move on, but I actually have a funny story on that. I had a, uh, the, the sidewall on the X5 punctured it, it was it was like sort of it's almost it just opened up the tire opened up mm. and it was an alignment issue and we should have noticed it was not a great situation. doing your own alignment again yeah you? right exactly exactly <laughs> but but there's a but there was the the tire store was like you know half a block well, half a mile down the street and the tire's garbage anyway yeah and yeah. i knew it right and it wasn't so bad that it was going to damage the rim it was still the rim was still riding on the tire and it was a run flat tire Okay, and it was pretty funny. So I was like, "I'm gonna risk it, and I'm gonna drive it the half a mile because the tire's junk anyway." 
And I'm like driving down the street and it's like, da-dum, 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 da-dum. <laughs> and people, I've got my windows rolled down because I'm listening to make sure that nothing happens. Yeah. Like, if, if I and everybody's it, yelling at yeah, you. Yeah. Like, hey, you got a flat tire. I'm like, no shit, I got a flat tire. <laughs> like, so I'm driving 15 miles an hour in the far right. <laughs> you know, like, and you I got all my windows down. You should have been it. like, really, what? <laughs> yeah. No way. Yeah, although the, the flip side of that was there are a lot of good Samaritans out there. There's a lot of people who are nice. like, trying yeah, to help out. You know? So it made me feel good that's too. Good. <laughs> you know? <laughs> the medical marijuana dispensary security guard was like really animated he's like pull in here for air i'm like nah man I'm cool <laughs> air's not gonna fix the situation <laughs> that's great yeah uh so we, we wanted to move on to talk about we've we've done this in a few episodes making some so look we're not gonna make at practical car recommendations if you're looking for a used car right now we're looking for what we call balling on a budget <laughs> Falling on a budget. I like that. You want something luxurious, can't afford a new car, uh, you want something kind of ridiculous. We're not here to tell you about, you know, Civics and Corollas and Hyundais. <laughs> We're talking about what will uh, stand out, how much fun can you have for a certain amount of money. So right now we're kind of in the uh, forty to $50,000 range. I kind Which of, doesn't buy you shit right now. It does It's kind of a shame. It, it doesn't. Though I kind of... Uh, Put myself in a corner. One of the choices, I, both of my choices are sub 50, uh, but I got to tell you, 2006 Aston Martin DB9 Volante. That is cool. $44,994. What's the service on that, Mark? <laughs> what, what, what percent of that sales budget do you have yeah, to spend on, I mean, on, on, on the service? You should hold back 20% in service initially. Only 35,000 miles. Which I have a suspicion. I don't know this for sure. If anybody is an Aston Martin expert out there, you can tell us that they're getting close to a 40,000-mile service, which is going to be a big punch <laughs> in the wallet. So, hey, you know, we, we can get you in for sub-50, but it's up to you to do your own maintenance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to help with that. If anybody, yeah. anybody out there needs a Man, really, you know really, about British really garages. bad mechanic. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mark's alluding to my Land Rover Defender that I just recently imported in 1995 that has spent more time not running than it has running. We're pretty sure it's an ignition issue, but... Matt's getting to know all the ins and outs of British repair and and the cost of maintaining British luxury. Yeah, Andy was giving me a hard time when he found out that I bought this car, and I didn't exactly appreciate it. (laughs) And and now I really understand it. And it's also (laughs) compounded by the fact that every part has to come from Europe because it's a gray market engine that was never sold here. (laughs) And so I can't get any of the parts locally, (laughs) which is great. Really great. You've drawn yourself amazed that you can't get out of it. <laughs> That's exactly right. Exactly right. Exactly right. But this is a cool recommendation, Mark. This, uh, this, this is, Aston Martin. I mean, yeah. So it's think like about a, it. It's like a silver gray it's v, a, v, V12. Yeah. I mean, convertible. Uh-huh. I mean, it just, it looks, I mean, from the photos we're looking at, it looks, um, and it's in all places. It's in Porterville, California. There you go. Porter. Porterville Ford. I don't mind saying it. They're not a sponsor, but I'm just like going down to your... I wonder what somebody traded in. They probably got for, for an this. F-150 or two, probably 250. 
So I, they had to get like, yeah, I'm like, wow, what's going on which, in Porterville? Okay, which is actually a good segment because I know you have another recommendation, but that was actually my recommendation was a used F-150. And I, I know that we're supposed to be a little bit practical. So I, I or okay. no, sorry, sorry, we're not supposed to be practical. <laughs> so try to get the Raptor. I don't know what those are at right now. But yeah, those are, they hold their value are, really I know, well. I know. So with a COVID used pricing. one probably cost as much as a new one right now. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's kind of crazy. But they're making the uh, uh, the Ranger. They have a, a Raptor Ranger or Ranger Raptor. I saw that. I saw that. Uh, so that's that's pretty mean looking. Yeah, totally. What uh, oh, I see one of your choices here. After we crapped all over Corvette, <laughs> you're recommending a Corvette. What's this all about? Oh, this is. Oh, look at this. This is amazing. This is a '94 Corvette. Yeah, thirty-five thousand on the low, odometer. Low miles. Wow. Black. Well maintained, but it costs forty two thousand dollars. <laughs> there is no way that car's worth more than twenty. There's just no way. Uh, I probably in a normal time, yeah. That is so crazy. It's not even that well maintained. They got like lights are fogged up a little bit. You but know. they put tire shine on the wheels. Yeah, that's true. It's that's got to be worth something. Non stock badges. It's just this is just a mess. <laughs> oh, is that? Is that? I don't think this faux is, carbon fiber badges it, it, on one it, exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's yeah. The lights are car market these days, man. This is not really a recommendation. Just no, in case anybody the, was we're supposed to be doing recommendations, here. Matt. I, I think know, you, you've I know. done like an avoid, <laughs> which we could do All that right, what's, too. What's your what's your what's your other one? You had another okay. One. So this is one of my all time favorite cars. I've just never been brave enough because this is one where the cost of ownership. Yes. Ooh, open yes. up your wallet yes. and your safety deposit box. Sell yes. your NFTs and your Bitcoin. <laughs> we got a 2008 Audi RS4. Yeah. That is the V8 version. Yes. Uh, I don't. I forgot what the horsepower was, but for its day, I think I was 420 horsepower. Damn. Damn. Makes an amazing sound. I'm I've sure. heard these in in real life before. I'm sure. 72,000 miles, actually almost 73,000 miles. Amazing car, makes an amazing sound. It's going to bleed you dry, though. Just know this will bleed you slowly. Electrical problems, mechanical problems. Suspension problems. Suspen yeah, all kinds, uh, everything. Coil problems, oil consumption problems, but it's probably worth it on every level. <laughs> now, the background and, of this. And 13 miles to the gallon. Oh, to God, boot. I love it. To boot. 20 highway, though. Yeah. That's yeah, a lot of seven extra seven miles in the, a gallon on the highway. Man, yeah, but who, sure nobody's about. getting 20 miles. But that's when gallon. it was new. Yeah, right. That's when it was right. new. And that you're probably having to, you know, nurse that thing along. And you, don't, you, know, you don't the, buy this. The for, great <laughs> thing about this particular car, if I recall correctly, is this was so Audi isn't really doing the RS4s anymore. Um, they were racing RS4s in uh, what was a, a, the Speed World Challenge, which was the racing series back then. And they needed to produce so many road-going versions. So uh -huh. this is a product of that. So it's a twin-turbo V8. The, the turbo sound when these cars were revving up is just amazing. It, it sounds like an angry bear coughing. <laughs> it's just great. So that's my recommendation. But again, entry point, about forty grand. But you're probably going to spend double that on maintenance. Yeah. So just be ready. You're really buying an $80,000 car. Those are your recommendations. That's huh? my recommendation. Mark's Go a real man it. of the people. Balling on a budget. <laughs> on budget. I like that. <laughs> cool. Uh, what else we got? So what do we got here? Uh, um, hey, so if you, if you ordered a car recently from Volkswagen Audi Group, <laughs> 
you where might do you think have it would be? Where do you think it might be? <laughs> it might be on the bottom of the ocean right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, what, what what happened, Mark? Been, so <laughs> this story's been out there for a while, but a couple of weeks ago, there's this ship, the Felicity Ace, carrying about four thousand cars from Volkswagen Audi Group. For those that don't know, Volkswagen Audi Group is Volkswagen, Audi, Porsche, Lamborghini, Bentley, Bentley. Uh, even Bugatti is, mm-hmm. is under that. I'm Lamborghini. I already said Lamborghini. I'm probably missing others in that. We don't it's know. a lot of manufacturers. A lot. And a lot of cars. A lot of cars. About 4,000 cars. The ship has since sunk, oh. uh, which... I was really looking forward to getting some smoke dam a smoke damaged supercar. I mean, because you, you know, if, if, they, if they if they brought that That's to shore, bargains. somebody was going to probably resell those. I know. You could get a smoke damaged nine eleven for you know. Shh, I'm like telling you, only one hundred twenty thousand, plus one hundred sixty thousand. <laughs> I was looking for that smoke damaged Bugatti. Yeah, that's yeah, the one true, I'm looking actually. for. I guess if you're going smoke damage, but go uh, evidently there, so there were electric cars in there as well. We assume yeah, maybe some Porsche Taycans and and other stuff. So. It, it, it believed that once the fire started, they, they're not saying the batteries started the fire, but that's what I'm going to say. Blame it on the batteries. But once the fire took off, the batteries yeah, did it. catch fire, yep. and that was kind of game over. Yep. The ship has sunk. Evidently, before, there was a salvage team on the way that was going to get yeah. these vehicles. Yeah, I think they got most of the fire out, or they got the fire completely out, and they were starting to tow it, I believe. So Yeah, and down, so down it went. Who knows? So for those that were actually affected, I'm, you've probably already been contacted by your dealer. Uh, so, yeah, we don't have a lot of sympathy for yeah, you because sorry. I mean, you. I mean, I guess that maybe there's some Volkswagen. Yeah, uh, owned, maybe owned that. Maybe we're really that, looking forward to their ID four or uh, their uh, Golf or something. Did, did, but, you know uh, what? It did you a you favor? <laughs> did you go a back favor? And reorder something else. Yeah, yeah. Let's start over. You know, you regretted it. Uh, That's a chance, right? You chose that paint color, and now you're like, uh, "What did I do?" Now you can go back and change it. It's okay. Maybe even that that SQ5 I ordered and didn't. Yeah, get, maybe it was on there. Yeah. So maybe it all worked out for everybody. Uh-huh. Dealer doesn't have to have it on the lot. I didn't have to buy it. <laughs> it's a win-win. <laughs> I was pretty nervous because I I just was talking earlier about my Land Rover that came by boat that came roll on roll yeah. off by boat like these like that was what this ship was. This was a roll on roll off ship. And I had asked for insurance, but I think they didn't end up insuring it. So that was like a <laughs> nerve-wracking couple of weeks when it was on the boat. I was like, you know, because things happen. You know, I mean, you see, yeah, you know, shots of containers going overboard, and they these cars sit, have, they've sunk in the in the past, or these ships have sunk in the past. So, yeah, yeah, can happen. It's good I stuff. I, could you have gone out there and gotten that ship and like salvaged it? And, Taking it. That's, that's what I want. I have heard uh, various you? legal theories. The law <laughs> of the sea. Keepers. Finders keepers. But I don't know if that's accurate no, I, I legal so. advice. <laughs> but if I had a boat capable, I would have given it a shot. I think your uh, SQ7 could probably tow that ship. They could. I could have. T- that's right. You're <laughs> if exactly you could right. get it out there. I'd have to get it out there you, in some sort of pontoon system. Yeah, exactly. But it's probably not the power to, it. Yeah. To, to pull back. Uh, fuel cost would have been an issue. <laughs> that would have been the biggest investment. I think the equivalent amount of fuel needed to get the uh, lunar rocket into the atmosphere would have been required. <laughs> uh, so anything, I, I think we should probably wrap it up here. We do have some stuff. I think uh, for our next episode, we're going to talk about um, there's an issue that I'm bothered by, and that's not necessarily car subscriptions for the cars themselves, but this Tesla model of making people buy subscriptions for things that should already be included. BMW got 
jammed on this years ago. They wanted to charge people for car play. Well, now there's some new things that, that uh, manufacturers want to charge for. So I think we're going to talk about so that. Stay tuned for that. We want to talk about uh, speed cameras. Uh, there's a possibility speed cameras. That speed cameras are coming to California. So yeah, watch out for that. Uh, Powers has experience uh, uh, taking your kids go karting. I do too, but he's taking it to a different level. We should talk. We're going to talk about that on another episode. Yep. Uh, and we're still tracking down. Uh, we've made some outreach to CHP to have someone on to talk about winter driving tips. So maybe by summer, I was gonna say. Over, we'll have we'll have someone <laughs> we'll on to hold here that episode until next fall. Yeah. 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 So that's all cool. I got. Uh, thanks, everybody. Yeah. Thanks.